0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching us. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour to try to make sense of this pricing tonight over on DraftKings is our single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how are you doing today, buddy? Pretty good. It's not
1: 9.30 in the morning, so I'm doing better than Saturday i um, excited to break down the slate, a couple obvious chalky spots, but after that, there's a lot of value. So some of these mid-range stacks are definitely going to go overlook tonight.
0: Yeah. I want to talk about that value real quick. We're going to review last night's slate uh, in a second. I just want to talk about uh, this slate real quick. The, the value is something that really stuck out to me tonight. When I looked across um, all our lines, I mean, uh, Calgary's pricing went down. Carolina's pricing went down Winnipeg's pricing went down like it seemed a lot of spots saw their prices drop except for Edmonton and Boston and something I talked about in our discord was it seems like DK realizes that everybody's just jamming in Connor McDavid on every Edmonton slate and they're trying to price other lines And a spot where people just can't ignore him anymore, and have to get away from the twenty-three or twenty-four K Edmonton one. But I still feel like Connor McDavid's going to be like thirty to forty percent owned tonight, regardless. And it's just going to make people make even like more weird lineups because there's so much value on the slate. How are you looking at this?
1: Yeah, there's you know Edmonton one twenty-three seven or whatever it is on DraftKings. Whatever. I mean, there's like tons of lines priced from like. Ten thousand to twelve thousand, you can fit McDavid easily. They just need to make McDavid ten thousand five hundred, just to like give someone be like, "Hmm, that might be too expensive for two assists, eight shots on goal, and a block shot." You know what I mean? Like make the people think. Right now, it's it's even tonight at the pricing, it's too easy to fit him in. So he's probably going to be you know forty percent on a ten gamer uh, until until him and Drysital or. 18 19 almost 20,000 to stack together. We're going to have we're just going to be the same dilemma. But I think, you know what, in GPPs if, with all that with all that concentrated ownership on Boston and Edmonton, if one or both of them bust, like some of these mid-range lineups are going to go crazy,
0: tonight. Yeah, that's true. And that's the thing with a slate this big is yeah, maybe Edmonton and Boston have good games, but with 18 other teams, there are obviously going to be other spots that go off tonight. So you can't just focus in on Edmonton and Boston, you have to look all across the slate. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to help you guys look all across the slate. Looking back at last night's slate, want to sh- shout out a couple people. Hawkbrow had a good night uh, last night in NHL. I saw he uh, he's, he's a guy that plays all over the place. Um, we know most for NHL here. Uh, but he plays a lot of different sports, had a real good NHL last night. One of our buddies, uh, Ryan Sorensen, uh, took down the quarter arcade and the Daily Dollar, I think. Uh, using Washington and Los Angeles too and I gotta say Josh it feels bad man because I game stacked Toronto and Los Angeles with Los Angeles too and I felt good about that lineup if I would have just gone Washington and Los Angeles too instead uh, maybe I would have actually won something but that you know Los Angeles too it's on the slate we're going to talk about it in a little bit um, but it wasn't out of left field that that line had a good night last night. They've been a pretty good line almost all season long now.
1: Yeah, they're, if you take out per 60, like if you, if you just look at expected goals for lines and not per 60, because it doesn't account for ice time, they're one of the highest expected goals for lines on the season. And, you know, it wasn't like Toronto played bad. They outchanced them. They, ha- they had better course numbers. They had all that. They, you know, Campbell just gave up four high-danger-chance goals, and Quick had a good game. So, you know, no one loves coming on the show and bashing the Leafs more than me. But like, <laughs> they played well last night, but Toronto – or L.A. just played a better hockey game. And then, you know, the Rangers, lowest Corsi four-percentage in the league, bailed out by Igor. You know, the Rangers' front office blind to analytics, so, you know, they found someone who's going to carry the team like Hank did for, you know, 10 years and just ignore – how bad they suck. So they got lucky to win last night.
0: Yeah. As everyone can tell, Josh is a Rangers fan and he's not too excited about <laughs> the general direction of the team right now. Uh, despite the fact that I think there's seven, 7-3, three, seven, three, three or something like that. Um, yeah. Obviously Igor is carrying a lot of that weight, but yeah, I just want to talk about that LA Kings two line real quick and just mention them because they are on the slate today. Like you said, putting up a lot of expected goals, a lot of shots, and finally last night they broke through. Definitely helped some people in our chat win some money, helped our buddy win some money. Let's maybe they can even win some more money for us tonight. But I always feel bad about chasing the same filler line two nights in a row. Like, what are the chances that, that Phil Denoe and Alex and I have followed you know have monster nights two nights in a row on the road? But, um, we'll hey, Lord, see, that. he's 2,900. Yeah, that's true so, yeah let's talk a little bit about this pricing uh before we go too much further just want to give a quick shout out to yahoo fantasy they are the sponsor for our show today um, they've been sponsoring us uh all year long and it seems like they had a big update um to their uh, uh lineup uploading system up- uploading process either yesterday or the day before so now it's a lot easier to edit your lineups across all your lineups across all the contests so it's even easier uh, to play on yahoo now we have a little giveaway from them so we'll talk about them a little bit later And while we're here if you guys could give us a like and subscribe i see about 75 people watching right now only 20 thumbs you give us a quick thumbs up and click that subscribe button i think you guys will really like all the shows that we have to offer and be sure to check out today's premium tools and data we have NBA player rankings, NHL player rankings, and PGA top golfers all up on the site. So uh, whether you're playing NBA, NHL, or you're looking ahead uh, to NBA or PGA this week, sorry, we have you covered. So check out Osmo.com and look up some of our free premium tools like NBA player rankings and NHL player rankings. Speaking of NHL, let's talk about that. Ottawa 2.1 implied gold total. They're going into Boston. The Bruins have a three and a half implied gold total. obviously, Uh, Boston has the highest implied goal total um, at home on the slate. Edmonton has the highest uh, overall. Um, Boston's obviously going to carry a lot of ownership. Two things to note about Ottawa. One, they moved Drake Batherson down to the second line. Um, Not sure why they did that, but they broke up the Norris-Kachuk-Batherson line, which had been, you know, really, really good for them over the last, I want to say, 25 regular season games. So Batherson down to the second line. And Ottawa's also going through... Uh, Some COVID problems. I think one of their goalies is sick. I don't know if it's COVID or not, but they called up uh, an AHL goalie. If that goalie gets to start, he could be cheap, but I I suspect it'll be Matt Murray. Um, So Ottawa's going into Boston. We might have some COVID issues. I don't think, I think that's all been cleared up, but that's just something to keep in mind. Drake Batherson down on the second line. Probably a lot of top line Boston ownership, um, but there might be stuff all across that Boston lineup. So what do you like?
1: Yeah, I'll start with Ottawa, uh, Norris, Kachuk, Sanford going into the Bergeron matchup. I'm going to give that a nope. Uh, if, if Batherson was there, maybe I consider it an MME, you know, but going into Bergeron, hard no. It's one of, you know, one of the things I don't do. That second line, like, people are going to be like, oh, that's that's nice. You know, students love Paul Batherson, but, like, Boston too is very good. So that's also a tough matchup. So really, I'm going to be pretty low on Ottawa this uh, tonight, it's a 2.1 total on the road. Anyway, and I wouldn't imagine there's going to be much ownership there. Anyway, uh, Boston one, obviously in play They're I think they're the most expensive line of the night, but they're also, if you look at the Osmo top stacks, they are the top projected top two stack, which isn't a shock fully correlated on the power play. Uh, I think you full stack here, um, you know, not much else to say there, <laughs> you know, they're going to, get some power play chances. They're probably going to score on the power play. They're probably going to score just a matter what you put around them. And then, you know, I really like the second line tonight. Uh, Craig Smith is a guy we like to target. The dude just like is going to score one of these days. We might have more gray hairs by the time he does it, but you know, the numbers say he's going to do it. And, you know, Taylor Hall gets that top power play. They're only 12 12, two to full stack. I think they're a very good filler option in a high total game. Their ownership's like 4%. So I can get behind some uh, Boston too. Um if you really need to get some sauce in there, you can go a haul a Debrost 2 man fit for 5300 if you're trying to fit in some PowerPoint stacks but you know their ownership is higher than Boston too so I don't really feel the need to go that far down unless you need the salary.
0: Yeah I you know we talk a lot about you know high ownership spots and going down to the second and third lines and while I agree like I like I don't mind Boston 2 here tonight and I do have Craig Smith as a write-up in my power plays article today because of how cheap he is and how, you know, how high event that line is like, they're taking 84 shot attempts per 60 minutes. That's a power play, man. Like let's get serious. That Boston second line has been very good offensively, but they're also giving up 56 chance or 56 shot attempts against per 60 minutes. They're just a very high event line. Right. And that second line of Stutzla and Batherson kind of interests me because Stutzla really hasn't had skilled players to play with like connor brown is a good two-way player but he's not super skilled um you know nick paul he's a good two-way player but not super skilled Stutzla's finally getting a a skilled score on the other side the problem is is because how good batherson has been on the top line this year he's still at 6k so even if you want a two-man like a stutzla batherson that's 10k on the road going into boston like i on a 10 game slate i just don't think that's super necessary. Like maybe if you have 150 lineups and you want a two man Stutzla Batherson or something like that. Yeah, that's fine. I'm playing 20 lineups tonight and I don't think Ottawa is going to be in consideration for me other than some one-offs on the Boston side. We talk about dipping down, like I said, dipping down the second line when there's high ownership, but Ottawa has a terrible penalty kill bottom five in the league. This seems like one of those situations where I want to play Boston one more than Boston two. Um, you know, I just, I want to attack that Ottawa penalty kill. So Boston one for me, like on a per dollar basis, point per dollar, Boston one still grades out better than Boston two for me. So um, even adjusting for, for their price, Boston one still comes out better. And a lot of it has to do with that Ottawa penalty kill. So for me, uh, Boston one, I really like them. I don't mind Ottawa two. Like they've been getting more ice time than the top line over the last few games. And that's not hyper at five on five. That's not hyper believe That's just the way the ice time is broken out. I just think it's a terrible, uh, terrible spot uh, for them, especially with that price. So it's all about Boston one for me in this game. Uh, on the blue line, Mike Riley was a guy I mentioned in our Discord chat earlier. Min price, 2500 playing 18 to 20 minutes. He's a good puck mover. Um, don't mind, right, Mike Riley. Obviously McAvoy, if you want to correlate the power play, but then you're getting really, really expensive. Uh, anybody else to go to you?
1: Yeah, I see a lot of people mentioning Eric Branstrom today for the sense like he's min price on PowerPlay too. And if you want to use him in GPPs, that's, I guess, go for it. Like, that's fine. I pr- I prefer to play Riley or Carlo out of this game, or maybe yeah. even,
0: you know, Derek Forbert, 2500 yeah. top pair. So. I will say flat out, I'd rather play Mike Riley than Eric Branstrom, oh, right? Yeah. And, Me too. and And Mike Riley's not going to, Mike Riley's not going to be like 9% owned or something like that. He's going to be like, you know, 2 or 3%. Just take it. You know what I mean? So, Yeah, that's where we are. Let's go with some Boston one in that game. All right, moving along. Los Angeles, 2.3 implied goal total going into Montreal. The Habs are sitting with a 3.1 implied goal total. Um, Couple lineup notes, or a few lineup notes. Obviously, Cal Peterson likely to start for Los Angeles as Jonathan Quick played last night. Uh, Josh Anderson, they said he was sick, non-COVID illness, but he didn't even skate today. I'm going to assume he's out tonight, but they said he's officially game-time decision. Uh, Christian Dvorak also a game time decision, so that's and Jonathan Drouin is out. So theoretically, with even with you know with Cole Caulfield gone, they're at least missing their entire second line tonight. Um, if Dvorak um, and Anderson are out, and Montreal does not have the depth uh, to lose an entire line like that, so while the Kings don't have a huge implied goal total, I'm kind of getting drawn back into their second line. What do you see out of this game, Josh?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I got Phil Well, first of all, Philip Deneau haunts the Leafs. I was, I I fell asleep before the press conference. I was hoping he was eating some pizza or something. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like Deneau, Anthony, the CU two man, (laughs) 5,900. Like, come on. Like if you want to have I fall on there for power play one, that's fine. But like you can full stack, you can two man, like 5,900 for Deneau, Anthony, the CU, especially if Dvorak is out. Like once you get past the Suzuki line, there's, like I don't understand how there's a 3.1 total. Like if the totals were swapped today, I, I wouldn't even blink. I wouldn't even have blinked. I, yeah. I wouldn't have blinked. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like I'm a little bit confused on this total. Like, and it's keeping the ownership on the kings down. Yeah, it's back to back on the road on a big slate, but like I don't care. Like I'm gonna go back to that second line of, of LA tonight. Um if you wanna use that top line, that's fine. Like like, I like Kempe, like, as a one-off, I think that's fine. But I, I as a full-stack LA two for me, on Montreal side, like, it's, it's just tough to full-stack uh, anything. If you want to, you know, stack Suzuki to Foley-Hoffman. But they're 10%. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I just don't want to play that line at 10%, especially if Dvorak's out. Like, they're going to be the only line. And, you know, maybe they avoid Kopitar. But I just, I just can't get behind a 3.1
0: total on the haps with that ownership, like it's going to be a pass for me. Like we might see uh, Adam Brooks, second line center, and this is a 3.1 total at home. Like I, I honestly, I just don't, I, one thing I will say about Los Angeles, like I agree with you on full stacking the second line. I really do like that line as a filler line. The thing with full stacking the top line for Los Angeles is Montreal's penalty kill is bad and they're also one of the most penalized teams in the NHL and the kings are fully correlated uh on the power play that top line uh, sorry i should say is fully correlated and you're, they're coming in at what um 16,000 okay. so they're not super expensive right like you could even go los angeles 1 one off mcdavid and still fit in like a winnipeg 2 or winnipeg 3 okay. stack with them you know what i mean like so, especially with Kale Clegg still running the top power play unit at 3,300, like then you get a four man, or you can take out Kempi and add in you take out Brown and add in Clegg, whatever you want to do. Um, so, I agree with you on full stack in the second line, but I think there's a case to be made for full stack in the top line as well. Really attack that Montreal PK, and there's just no matchup I'm worried about. Like, there's just none. So, like, I'll like, I'll probably have both of the Los Angeles top lines in different lineups here tonight. I just, it feels bad that I'm so excited about a team with a 2.3 total, but it just feels like a, like one of those games where either I'm completely missing something or I think something's wrong here. And I agree with you that I think something is a little bit off here. So LAK one full power play stack is fine. LAK two, I really do like them. One line I'm gonna throw out is Montreal three. Armia, Lekkonen, Evans, obviously you don't need to full stack. Them a two-man is fine. I'm throwing them out there because there are super expensive st- spots like Boston and Edmonton. And that third line has actually looked decent for them in a small sample. And, like, Lekkonen is a guy with a play-driving history. Joel Armia is a guy with a play-driving history. Jake Evans, at worst, is an average defensive defensive center. So I could see them doing well against that LA-Los Angeles third mm-hmm. and fourth line.
1: Was there a stretch last year where Lekkinen was leading the Habs in like shot rate for like, it was like a month too? He was like, and
0: then there was like the first month of the season. I'm pretty sure Joel Armia was one of their top three scorers. Like, these guys can score. So, Lekkinen and Armia, don't mind them as a little two man going against the Kings' death, but I do think this is a Los Angeles game. Uh, On the blue line, obviously, Kale Clay running, uh, you know, if you want to correlate with Los Angeles. Chris Weidman running the Suzuki, the Foley power play unit, he's been priced 2,500. makes them more palatable, I guess. What do you see? Yeah, I mean, like
1: Chris Weidman. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather play Chris Weidman than Eric Branstrom. Like, I'll just throw that out there. But, yeah, uh, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: I agree with Weidman over Branstrom.
1: Yeah, that's really about it for me on the half side. On the You know, Clay, if you want a one-off Edler – If you're in that range for your final defense spot, that's fine. But it's probably just correlating here tonight.
0: Yep, agree with that. Get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our Discord channel, lineup builder, and a whole lot more. If you're a new user of Osmo Plus Platinum, then you can take advantage of the promo code we have for this show, which is NHL Strategy Show, all caps. All one word, that's NHL Strategy Show for 25% off your first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. You can find the link to activate this coupon in the description of the video below. Of course, if you're looking only to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL weekly packages for as low as $3.95 per week. Stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. And as mentioned earlier, we do have premium data up and tools up on the site if you want to check us out before spending any of your hard-earned cash here. We have NBA player rankings, NHL player rankings, and PGA top golfers. So check us out, see what we're about, but I think you'll like it. And that's NHL Strategy Show, all caps, all one word, for 25% off your first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. All right, moving along. Carolina, 2.6 implied goal total. They're going into Tampa. The Tampa Bay Lightning have a 3.0 implied goal total. Uh, Carolina has changed up their lines. I should say they went to different lines last game, and they've stuck with them they've gone to the tried and uh, tried tested and true, Spechnikov, Aho, Tara top line, and then Trocek, Martin Natchez, and Yesberry, and on the second line. Um, on the Tampa Bay side, Mikhail Sergachev uh, still suspended, uh, Ryan McDonough and Eric Chernak running the second power play unit in his place. Um, two pretty good teams, but we only have uh, five and a half total here, Josh. So, Maybe not a lot of ownership, but I think there might be some stuff to like that gets overlooked. So what do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm going to start with Carolina. Like, I really want to get behind Carolina, too, because they're going to see the Stamkos line, which, you know, Stamkos' center is just horrific. Like, he shouldn't be a center in the NHL anymore. He needs to be in Ovi's office, you know, on the wing, on the power play, just sit there and, you know, slap shots. But, like, Jasperi, Cockney, Emi, Vincent Trocek, Martin Neches have awful numbers together in a small sample so maybe something's got to give but like under one percent i think you know in in mme you don't need much to get over the field you can have a little bit there it's a good matchup for them if you want to go to that top line as well like they're fully correlated under one percent ownership right now they're going to get lost in the shuffle of the bostons and the edmontons it's not a very high total and it's on the road but you know fully correlated lines especially on a team like the hurricanes interest me and on the tampa side i think what i want to do here. There isn't a line that I want a full stack. I think I want a power play stack. Carolina leads the league in penalties. Um, I think it's almost five a game. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. like four point six
0: a game or yeah. something like
1: that. Something ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so I don't mind doing like a point and stamp Stamkos in GPPs. You want to if you need the salary to try to squeeze in some some big boys. You want to put in ABB to be your uh, who's who's the guy? Oh, to be your Alex Chiasson, go for it um but I I think you know at this ownership there's not much ownership on Tampa either so I think you know power play stacking the team you know against the team that takes the most penalties is, is a nice route to go
0: yeah I think that's I think it's an interesting stack here tonight now obviously Carolina's penalty kill isn't bad um they're actually at the bottom of the league for shot attempts allowed and their actual goals against is like right around 21st so like they're not, or sorry, right around 11th. Sorry. So they're not allowing a ton of goals, but if you're going to give Point and Headman and Stamco and those guys, you know, four or five opportunities, um, I will definitely have some stabs. So um, I'm going to wait to see what my crunches say, because I haven't made my lineups yet, but on the Tampa Bay side, I agree with you. It's for me to be a power play stack or nothing else. Uh, on the Carolina side, that's, I agree with you that, the Trocek line is in the better spot, but I don't really like that line. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather, you know, need I think Nina Rogers still hurt. I'd rather see somebody like him up there or, like, God forbid, even Jordan Martinook. Like, I think Kotkaniemi, and he just seems to have better chemistry with Stahl than he does uh, – you don't seem too, too excited about that.
1: No, well, I mean, I'm saying, like, give Seth Jarvis a run in the top yeah. set.
0: Yeah, or something like that. But, you know, they have a lot invested in Kotkaniemi, so they have to make that work. Um I just like the Carolina top line the best. Like for me, it's just a situation of I'm just going to go today and I'm just going to go and I'm just going to stack the best line. Like we'll see where their ownership runs come in because uh, on our ownership run uh, this morning, we still have Jordan Martin, in the top line. And obviously that's changed, but we didn't have uh, that much Carolina ownership. And I don't think adding Sveshnikov to the top line is going to suddenly make them like 8% or something like that, or 9%. Like, this is going to be a 5% line or, or under on the road. Especially, especially, cop Aho, uh, and Tara It has to be low on because
1: people are not going to go to them over Boston or Edmonton. They're not like similarly priced, but Carolina one's you pretty play,
0: Yeah, you have to play one or the other. Carolina one is priced at like 19.6, so you can't fit in them with like Boston or Edmonton or something. So I don't know. Like, I really like that Carolina line. I'm going to wait to see where my crunches are. This seems like a game I'm just going to be probably going to have some one-offs out of it. Like I said, I like the Carolina top line. I like a p- Tampa PP stack, but I know where my numbers are and I can imagine where my lineups are going to be and I don't think I'm going to have too much for stacks out of this line. But we do like the blue line here. Uh, McDonough and Chernak both played north of 25 minutes the last game with Sergeyev, uh suspended. I don't see why that would change a whole lot here tonight. So, obviously, I like both of them on the blue line. Is there anybody else you like here?
1: Yeah, I agree. When Sergachev's out, the third third pair sees like 38 seconds of ice time. So like the, the top two, but they might as well just dress two extra forwards. But, <laughs> yeah, if, if you need a one-off McDonough-Chernak preference for you, I think they're both fine. Carolina side, just correlating for me, I think.
0: Yeah, I think this is the way I'd approach it. If I was, I would probably play... McDonough in cash games and Chernak in GPPs, because I think McDonough, he's more of a shot blocker. And Carolina is is one of the highest shot volume teams, right? So good chance McDonough uh, can get to the block bonus here tonight, where I think Chernak is more like a shooter assist guy, you know what I mean? So they bring different stuff, but uh, I think uh, both are definitely in play here tonight. Uh, Next game, Florida, 3.2 implied goal total. They're going into New Jersey. The Devils have a 2.8 implied goal total. Miles Wood uh, out for (laughs) New Jersey, and they have two guys uh, getting called up. Um, I don't think it's going to affect their top six, so I don't think it would affect anything that we'd necessarily be using or stacking tonight for the Devils. On the Florida side, um, Owen Tippett kind of got shoved around uh, in their game last night. Um, not sure where he's going to line up. We've been talking in Discord about how, you know, that Florida second, second and third line might get changed up today. I suspect the top line stays together, but I think the second and third line might see some changes. Um, there's a lot of interest here because it's a six total, uh, good power play spots for both teams, um, but a little bit of a line mess. So how are you handling this game?
1: Yeah, I want to get behind this game. I'm just struggling to find something that I, I really want to put in. Um, you know Barkov played yesterday coming back from his lower body injury he didn't have the best game I mean he had a what, like a six on five assist at the end of the game I don't know like just from a price standpoint I'm kind of priced out on that top line in Florida tonight just with what I'm trying to do um, it's kind of it's kind of like a weird spot like it Was it like 15 and change? It's just one of those mid-range lines that are probably gonna go overlooked because of all the ownership on Edmonton and and Boston. And plus Panthers are back to back on the road. So we're not gonna get they didn't skate. So we don't know what the lines are gonna be like. It's just it's a seven o'clock game. So like, yeah, you're gonna we're gonna get the news, but it's just if you have to re-crunch because you know Verhage got moved down or do it's just not something I wanna deal with. It's not like like a premier spot. The Devils are okay. They're not terrible. They're not great. They're just kind of, you know, okay. So I, I think I'm going to take a, a pretty under the field stance on Florida tonight. And on the Devil side, I want to get behind some of this depth that are going to avoid Barkov. It's just I, I don't like how these lines are lined up. So I think like even though this is a six total and something that you should have in GVPs, there just isn't much there for me.
0: Uh, I will take a little bit of a different approach. I love that New Jersey second line here tonight. Um, They're coming in with almost no ownership. I'm talking about Tatar, Janssen, and Mercer. It's Chevy truck season. And with the Chevy Silverado, there's no such thing as an uphill battle. With the Chevy Silverado, you can take on the mountains or you can move them. Because with impressive towing capability, An available 13.4-inch diagonal touchscreen and a choice of powerful engines to pick from. Whatever you're mounting, there's a Silverado with the capability you need. Click to learn more. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer.
1: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) The Chumba life is for everybody.
0: So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred
1: casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
0: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void are prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming in with no ownership. We have them at 1%. Like this is a, this is a game with a six total and the second line is 1%, like at 10 K, right? Like we were talking earlier about um, what lines can you fit in? Uh, you know, that won't be super high owned and all that. Like we talk, we're going to talk about the Wheeler and Shifley line. We're going to talk about the Horvat and Pearson line later. Those are going to be super high owned lines. Um, the New Jersey second line is not, and they've been good this year. Janssen, Tatar and Mercer, 60 shot attempts per 60 minutes, 58% shot share. Um, if you look at what they did with Jesper Bratt there, it was 65% shot share. So, but Johnson and Mercer have just been very good this year, regardless of whether it's Brad or whether it's Satara or whomever. That second line has just been flat out good. And Florida's second line, good offensively, not as good defensively. Um, they're, tr- they're really trading chances uh, at both ends of the ice. I Look at uh, Huberto, Bennett, and Tippett. Uh, I know that, you know, obviously Bennett's injured. Uh, their expected goals against sits at three per 60 minutes Uh, that Florida line isn't great defensively that second line so honestly that New Jersey second line Mercer Tatar, Johnson flat out one of my favorite filler lines on the entire slate tonight so that's where I'm going to be focusing in this game on the Florida side like I think it's just PP stack at least for now right because you don't we don't really know what the lines are going to be other than the top line so you can't just say stack you know, Huberto, Tippett, and We don't know that that's what the line is going to be. So you can power play stack, and then those are going to be the expensive players. And then when the lines come out, you can shuffle things around if you need to. So where these are the two two of the most penalized teams in the NHL, uh, New Jersey second, uh, Florida third. I definitely want uh, some Florida power play guys here. So Florida power play stack for me, New Jersey, second line is where I'm going to focus. If you want to go to the New Jersey top line, get some additional top power play exposure, I think that's fine. But I just like the second line as a filler for what I'm trying to do in my lineups here tonight. Uh, On the blue line, man, those New Jersey defense prices just do not come down. I don't know what's going on, but uh, there's no one on New Jersey I'm playing outside of like i might sneak in some ty smith for 2600 but i'm not putting a 6200 pk suban with my 10k line that's just not what i'm doing florida side um getting too expensive i think Weegar might be fine for 4800 what do you think
1: yeah and you know at osmo.com we love a good ass so radco good ass you can throw in for 2900 so other than that like the like Ryan Gray is 5,700, too expensive. Severson, that 5K is just wild. And, I don't, like, PK Subban, you know, PK slew ban, you know, 6,200. Like, he's due for one. It's been almost a week without a slew foot, So, he might get, you know, tossed
0: tonight. Yeah. Uh, three slew foots in one week, I think he had. He got oh, penalty, for, penalty for one, fine for the second, and a bigger <laughs> fine for the third one. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> Ah, stop slewfooting people. Anyways, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you need immediate access, email support at Osmo.com and we'll get you set up. You can also claim a free $10 below, which can be used to enter any Yahoo contest. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. And also, as I mentioned earlier, Yahoo uh, rejiggered their uh, contest and lineup changes. So you, now you can change your lineups uh Across all your contests, you couldn't before. Uh, it makes it a lot easier for the guys for the players that are MMEing. So if you want to play a lot of lineups, but you don't uh you want to practice your MME, but you don't want to play against some sharks, uh, heading on over to Yahoo isn't a bad way to do. And you can get a free month of Osmo plus platinum uh for your troubles. Not a bad little deal. All right, let's move on to what I assume is the main event of the evening. Edmonton, 3.6 implied goal total going into Detroit. Detroit has a 2.8 implied gold total. I mean, I don't know what else to say anymore, Josh. Like, we're going to say this until the end of time. Until they price, with McDavid and Dreisaitl skating together, until they price the two of them over 10K, you play the two of them. It's just a matter of how much you play them. Do you play them, you know, 60%, 40%, 20%? It's just a matter of your exposure level. Um, so, I don't know where you want to go with this. It seems pretty obvious what we're doing with Edmonton.
1: Yeah, and I feel like a vice principal wearing suspenders just storming in the hall looking for trouble. Jesse Pugliarvi, put him in your stacks. Yes, it says power play, too. You go to any lineup site, you go to anything, he's on the second power play. Connor McDavid, Jesse – or Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisidel, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, play all two minutes. Zach Hyman, Tyson Berry, come off. Jesse Pugliarvi and Darnell Nurse, come on. So – you get the power play correlation with McDavid, with pooley Play him. He always comes in a quarter of the ownership of McDavid. He's 5,100. He gets in, he's scoring again now. I think you can power play stack. If you want to leave Hyman off, put pooley on, you save 700 there. Now, there's questions what the Wings are going to do, right? Because at home, they've been sending out the Rasmussen line against Top Comp. But recently, they've been sending out the Larkin line against Top Comp. Doesn't matter. Larkin line, very high event. Rasmussen line, terrible. So like six of one, half a dozen of the other. doesn't change what I'm doing. It does change what I do on Detroit. If they do send out the Larkin line against McDavid line, I don't want anything to do with that that Detroit top line. If they're going to, you know, I doubt we'll get any information, but if they send out that Rasmussen line, you know, that Larkin line may get some depth. But that third line for Edmonton hasn't been bad. Like, they're pretty good. So, probably just going to be under the weight on the field on Detroit 1. Detroit 2 is where I'm going to look. Pia Suter has become Connor McDavid, apparently, over the weekend. I missed that memo. But, like, I, I like that Fabry Suter Zadina line. Uh, they're almost getting no ownership. I think, you know, I – crossed off devils too earlier because i like the kings i like the wing second line there's some other ones i like later and i don't play 150 lineups but i, I will have some detroit two in my mix
0: yeah i mean i'm not going to take a whole lot of time with edmonton here um probably i'm going to have like 25 to 30 percent uh mcdavid slash dry sidle slash power play stacks and then i'm going to figure out my the rest of my lineups after that i'm just i'm not this isn't my i'm fading mcdavid moment um we're going to have those eventually it's not going to be tonight It's the Detroit side that I want to talk about, and it's the second line that I agree with with you. Um, They've been very, very high event this year. So, like, maybe they give some back, but I don't care if they get scored against. I'm only looking for them to score goals. 70 shot attempts per 60 minutes in 55 minutes of ice time. Uh, 3.6 expected goals. Uh, Only 2.2 actual goals, but obviously they're generating a ton of offense, and Edmonton's starting an AHL goalie here tonight. Uh, in Stuart Skinner. So I really like that third line from Detroit here. I, you know, no ownership. As you said, we have them under, under 1% ownership. I imagine, you know, they'll probably come in around one to 2%. You can do like a two man power play two stack of like Suter, fabric chronic. And, and there's your 10,500 stack to put in instead of Winnipeg um, or any other, of the super obvious filler stacks that we, that we talk about, or like, Vancouver um, so yeah Detroit too. Suter Fabry especially like that two man if you want to full stack the whole line throw in Zadina with them no problem but it's Fabry and Suter that I'm especially focusing on especially where you know the Edmonton second line I know you said the third line has been good but they broke up that third line they, they moved Kyler Yamamoto down wow. there so like right. yeah so like I wonder how the how that chemistry is going to get affected by Edmonton so I'll definitely have I'll definitely take some stabs on Detroit too here tonight but obviously edmonton power play should be um at the top of your list for consideration uh defenseman here haronic is a guy that's jumping out again um because he's still relatively cheap and now he's getting power play minutes um you know darnell nurse 6k feels like you gotta stuff him in if you're playing any edmonton or something like that um and you need some savings what do you think
1: yeah i mean nurse 6k if you can fit him Barry, if you're correlating power, but I mean, you can correlate nurse. If I'm going to go on this rant about Puyarvi, nurse is the same thing, too. So, like, you can put them in if you can fit them. Otherwise, Barry for the savings. Ronic, I will play with Detroit 2 over Letty. i try to find the 600 for Ronic over Letty. Uh, rest in peace, Evan Bouchard, for now. We'll come back to you later when you're back to
0: 2,700. 5K without that power play time and without the peripherals, it is tough. All right, let's move it along. St. Louis, is going into Winnipeg. The Blues have a 2.9 implied goal total. Winnipeg has a 2.7 implied goal total. Um, some good news for Winnipeg. Both Nikolai Ehlers and Mark Scheifele are in. Uh, but Paul Stasny is out. And I think that's, that's a fairly significant... Like, not a massive loss for them, but he really like kind of brings that line around like that cop Ehlers line. Really? I think he's a good playmaker for that line. And I'm not sure uh, Jansen Harkins is the guy who can do it for them. Um, I wrote about Ryan O'Reilly in my power place article this morning. So it's pretty clear where my focus is on this game. Where's your focus on this game, Josh?
1: Yeah, I'm probably on the same page as you. I'll just start with Winnipeg. I hate their lines five on five here. And then you look at, you know, Scheifele and Wheeler, they're 8,100 for the two of them. But their ownership's just, like, bananas high. And I just, I just cannot get behind Wheeler. I don't care what his price is. Like, I'll just make it clear. I'm pretty much out on Winnipeg tonight. I just can't get behind that ownership on the Scheifele-Wheeler line. Like, just,
0: like- just, just to clarify what Josh means here, that line is our fourth highest owned line on the slate, and it's, there's 20 teams playing.
1: Yeah, I just I just can't do it. This you know, and without Stasny there, I just I can't full stack Winnipeg two. You know, Jansen Harkins may be good in the future, but he's still like a huge drop off from Stasny. It just turns me off of that line. There we go with phrasing again. Con- Connor Dubois, I guess okay. They're they're just like really expensive. Where I'm going to focus here is St. Louis one. Uh, I know O'Reilly burned a bunch of people the other night but you know it was his first game back in a while give the man a break um so i'm going back to the o'reilly Piran uh combo there if you want to throw in sod i think that's fine he's at the price at 4k uh other than that i'm not going to full stack anything i think pavel bushnevich 3800 tear rolling down a face power play one is a good one off and i don't mind the two-man of uh thomas tarasenko it's just you know tarasenko 7k a little strange <laughs>
0: Um, should I just want to correct you real quick? Boots Nevich was booted to the second power play unit,
1: Rustin Peach Boots Nevich.
0: Yeah, Brandon Saad took his spot, so that top line's fully oh, correlated. down. Yeah, so
1: uh, give me more St. Louis one, then.
0: Yeah, I kind of figured I kind of figured, yeah. kind of figured you, I knew where you were going with this because you and I were talking about uh the w- Winnipeg penalty kill, especially, right? Yeah. Um, Winnipeg one of the 10 most penalized teams in the NHL or no one of the 15 most penalized teams, like they're mid pack for penalized, but they're one of the worst penalty kills in the league. And it's something that's been plaguing this team. I don't know for like six or seven years now. Like I think they had one good penalty kill season a couple of years ago. Other than that, they're like bottom five every
1: year. Although at least not the best special teams coach on
0: the defensive side. <laughs> yeah. So that's, what's really driving us to St. Louis one here. And, you know, you can stack them for 16K. So while, you know, you probably can't fit your Bostons or your Edmontons, you can fit anybody else you want, right? You can fit in your Calgary. You can fit in your Carolina. So if you're not stock, stock, stocking, stacking Boston or Edmonton, uh, St. Louis 1, especially with Brandon Saad, has correlation with them, perfect correlation with them on the power play now. It makes a lot of sense. They're probably going to see a fair amount of that Shifley-Wheeler Matchup And that's just not a match. In fact, like with Paul Stasny gone, the only matchup I'd really be worried about is Cop and Ehlers. And they're not going to get that matchup at all. So yeah, I'm in on St. Louis one uh, with Tory Krug out, Justin Falk power play one 4,900. You can full stack that top power play unit for like 21 K or whatever without Tarasenko, obviously. So yeah, really do like St. Louis one a lot here tonight. Not so much for me. On the Winnipeg side, I do agree with you. Two-man Dubois and Connor is the only thing that's interesting to me. I'm not going to say no to playing Shifley-Wheeler. I'm just not playing a 12% owned filler line on a a slate with 20 teams playing. Yeah, with
1: so much value, like, at that ownership. Like, come on. There's so many more lines I'd rather play than, you know. I get the appeal because it's Blake Wheeler. He's got name value. 3,200, power play one, but.
0: I I mean, yeah, we just we just talked about um, you know uh, Los Angeles two with Kale Clegg, right? Detroit Um, two. I'd rather play New Jersey two, right? Those there's tons of lines. You don't have to go and jam in a 3,200 Blake Wheeler tonight. Trust me, and you know what this means, right?
1: He's got oh, he he's locked in the best the best game of his career.
0: 46 DK points, man. At least tonight. Yeah. Um, All right, let's get let's get away (laughs) from this game. Uh, the Osmo Hall of Fame is something we do around here. We love to celebrate our winners. Um, we have uh, winners coming up almost on a daily basis, it seems. Now, if you want to join the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. Download the Osmo avatar from osmo.com slash avatar. Place in the top three of a contest with over 5,000 contestants. And then tweet the win to the Osmo HOF account. That's Osmo Hoff account on Twitter. You can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, You can only win one free month per year. You'll see some some of the winners popping up. And you don't have to win six figures. Uh, We have the Chronic Wizard here winning $430 uh, at the top of NFL Showdown. Uh, We celebrate people winning a few hundred dollars, a few thousand dollars, or tens of thousands of dollars. It doesn't matter. Um, And we do NFL and we do NBA. Um, I saw a buddy of ours, Chris Warstel. Took down second in the $15 uh, NHL on Saturday night, I believe. Uh, so congrats to Chris. So yeah, Osmo Hoff, if you want to get in, download the Osmo profile pick at osmo.com slash avatar. Tweet the wins to the Osmo Hoff account, and you have an opportunity to win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. All right, four more games left. Let's get to the first one. Pittsburgh, 3.0 implied goal total going into Chicago. The Blackhawks have a 3.1 implied goal total. Uh, one thing I want to say about this game is that one thing we use Chicago a lot for is their power play. Pittsburgh is one of the least penalized teams in the NHL on the season. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Second fewest penalties allowed per game. So if Chicago only gets like maybe two or three power plays here tonight, not sure. I really love them. What do you think about this game, Josh?
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, Brian Russ is back Yeah, Carter's not Crosby defensively, but, like, they've got – the Pittsburgh Penguins have three good defensive lines now. Um, I, again, another total where I'm scratching my head, like 3.1 at home for the Blackhawks. I don't buy it, especially – and then you look at the ownership, like Patty Kane, 13%, the brinkette over 10. Like, I just can't get behind it going into a tough defensive matchup. You know, Taze, Kubelik. 3%, I guess it's fine, but like at those, they're priced in kind of like a spot where I don't, I'd rather just go down to Detroit 2 or LA 2 in that kind of spot. So I'm pretty much out on the Blackhawks tonight. Uh, top line because of ownership. Second line, I like spots better. I mean, D- Pittsburgh is a good defensive team. They don't take penalties. So for me, this is a Pittsburgh game, you know, for as good as, you know, defensively the Penguins are, the Blackhawks are the opposite. They're not very good. Uh, that second line's another filler line that I like tonight. Zucker, Rodriguez, Kapanen, um, you know, if you need a filler line, they're coming in 3%. If you want to, you know, get away from that Shifley-Wheeler chalk that's going to break the slate because we trashed it. <laughs> I also don't mind, you know, the Gensel-Carter-Russ line fully correlated on the power play. They're in no man's land like at the price. They're in the 17 or low 18s. Like you can't fit in with Edmonton. You can't fit in with Boston. So I think, you know, they're – up there with, for me, like with St. Louis as a spot that I really like that people are just going to overlook because they're going to jam in the Edmontons and the Boston. So I think Pittsburgh top lines in a great spot as well.
0: Yeah. Um, I I don't mind a two man of Taves and Kubelik. They're going to go up against the Carter line. You're right. They're not bad defensively, but one thing they do is they trade chances. You know what I mean? So like maybe Taves and Kubalik can get on the board here, but we talk about Chicago's power play and it's the one bright spot of the season. Pittsburgh, the second fewest penalties against, and they have a top 10 penalty kill. So what are we going to do uh, with Chicago here? Like, I don't want to play Kane and DeBrincat. Um, their ownership coming in over 10% uh, in a terrible matchup. Um, Taves and Kubelik is the line is the two man I'd look to, you know, they're getting some power play time. So if the power play comes through, they're going to be on there. Uh, Pittsburgh one is more high event than the rest of the line. So, I think that's where I'd look on Chicago here. I would look to Tays and Kubelik if you're looking for any Blackhawks, but I'm out on Chicago here tonight. I do like uh, the Pittsburgh second line the most out of this entire game. Zuka Rodriguez makes a really nice two-man for me. uh, Throwing and if you just want a three-man stack them. Their numbers have been very good together this year. We're looking at 3.1 expected goals for per 60 minutes on the season. They're going to absolutely run over the Dr. Kane line. Um, so I like Zucker, Rodriguez and Kapanen as a little filler stack or just Rodriguez, Zucker as a two man here tonight. Uh, one thing I should mention, forgot to mention that uh, Henrik Borgstrom looks like he's going to be out tonight uh, for Chicago. So Chicago's bottom six may look a little bit different um, on the blue line. Like I, I think I'd just be correlating like there's no super cheap guys that I want to play. Um, on either side. Maybe P.O. Joseph from Pittsburgh, but I'm worried about his ice time. So there's really nothing for defensemen for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm a Mike Matheson slappy and he's 3,400. So, you know, if I was there, that's a fine. Nothing on, nothing on the Chicago side like Murphy's up about 4K. I, I just don't want to do it.
0: Yep, good enough. Um, San Jose, 2.3 implied goal total going into Calgary. The Flames have a 3 Point three implied goal total now I want to clarify something about their COVID list obviously San Jose has a ton of guys on the COVID list and they had some players come off in uh, Kevin LeBanc and Timo Meyer but they didn't travel with the team they're still in San Jose so they're not going to be in tonight so San Jose is going to be running the same lineup they've been running for the last few games which has been bad and Calgary Calgary is going to be sending out their top line, Lindholm, Gojo, Kachuk against the second and third lines from San Jose. And with all those wingers missing, I mean, let alone COVID, they sent William Eklund back to Sweden and Evander Kane is still suspended. Like there are a lot of bodies missing from the San Jose lineup. So I'm not going to go too deep here. I love Calgary One here tonight. What are your thoughts, Josh?
1: Yeah, I agree. Calgary one's in a great spot. The depth of the, the Sharks is just not it. You know, <laughs> I will say on the Shark side, Bonino, Couture, Dallin fully correlated on the power play. They're probably going to get the back one matchup, which is the one that you want to see. But, like, 2.3 total on the road, 10 game. I'm not sure, like, if they're going to be a – prime. they won't be a primary focus for me. But in in MMA, you know, fully correlated lines under 1% as bad as they are, you know, in that iteration. I I still think you can have a, a handful there just to get them in. Don't mind a hurdle one-off, but at 6K now on the top power play. It gets a little pricey there. So Calgary 1 for me pretty much is the primary focus from this game.
0: Yeah, I will mention Calgary 3, Lucic, Dubay, Manjapani. Don't mind a little two-man out of them. They're getting lots of secondary power play time uh, or some sub-secondary power play time, and maybe they get some more minutes if Calgary uh, can start to blow this game out a little bit. Um, there's nothing on the blue line that I'm playing other than correlating here. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Mary Ferraro is a little
0: bit too expensive for a one-off. Yep. Um, before we get out of here, uh, we have a couple of games left in our hat trick picks and all that. But give us a like and subscribe if you can. Uh, the subscribe will help you help you keep up with all our all of our shows, DFS giveaways, and a whole lot more. Uh, you can always unsubscribe if you want, but I think you guys are going to like what we have. And then hit that notification button to get alerts when our shows go live. All right, Anaheim. Uh, has a 2.4 implied goal total. They're going into Vancouver. The Canucks have a 3.1 implied goal total. Um, I wrote up Nils Hoglander from the PowerPlace article for the second week in a row uh, here today. That line has just been rolling, but I noticed that they're coming in at that Winnipeg-Shifley-Wheeler ownership, right? Like almost 10%. That seems pretty over-owned to me, but it is a good spot, and... Like, I think I could get unique enough elsewhere. So, what do you think about this game, Josh?
1: Yeah, no, if I was going to go to line in Vancouver, it would be that Horvat line. Uh, I think the Patterson line is going to be a bit over owned, especially because they had a, they finally broke out a little bit um, over the weekend and they're fully correlated on the power play, but they're coming in over 15%. And I just, I know it's the Ducks and I know it's this and that, but like, I don't know. For 15%, I'm just going to look elsewhere the time to get them was the last game when, you know, when they were struggling, if they broke out, they're going to be higher owned. I'm sure Jake has 93% Vancouver one tonight, but I, I mean, I'm not going to tell you no to play them. but like for me, if I was making 150 or even 20, like I probably just have them in one or two of 20, like around that 5%, I'd be under the field on them. I'd be more heavy on that Vancouver second line, um, you know, Bo, Bo Horvat gets that top power play time. Niels Hoglander is a good shooter. You know, that, that line, there isn't a matchup on the Ducks that scares me, and they're just going to get a better matchup. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I was just looking at Anaheim's numbers. Like the top line might be a break even line. The rest of the lines are just going to get choked, right? So, I'm not super high on Vancouver, but that Vancouver second line has just been so good 3.5 expected goals for 60 minutes, almost 90 shot attempts per 60 minutes. So for me, it's about Vancouver too. Um, Anaheim three, don't mind a two-man of Comtois and Steel. Vancouver's penalty kill is god-awful. And steel Comtois are on that get slap power play unit and super cheap. So if you need, you know, one of those cheap two-mans for your Edmonton-Boston lineups, uh, Steel and Comtois is where I'm looking. On the blue line, like, I think everybody on Anaheim is overpriced except for uh, Hampus Lindholm. Uh, on the Vancouver side, I'd just be correlating. What do you think? I concur with that analysis. All right. Last game, uh, real quick, with Seattle 2.6 implied goal total going into Vegas. The Golden Knights have a 2.9 implied goal total. All I will say is that I am on uh, the Yarncroft-Gord line here tonight. Um, They're getting some power play. They're going to get some secondary matchups. That second line from Vegas is playing very high event. So I like Seattle too. What do you like, Josh?
1: Yeah, I agree. And then Yonkrok 2600 power play one. Like if you're trying to jam in some Studleys in there, you know, get some Yarncroc in your life. Uh, with that being high event, like Yanni Gord is my favorite center on that on the Seattle team. Like it fully correlates. You get them for 7400. You want to go to the Schwartz-Wenberg-Eberle line. That's fine. But for me, I'm concentrating on Seattle, two here. Um, Vegas one has been pretty good with Nicholas Roy there. <laughs> like recently, it's kind of weird uh, locking in, you know, Nicholas Roy, but 3,500 power play one. Don't mind it.
0: Yeah. I don't hate that either. So I'm going to at least be considering them because they have been a good line, but I think Seattle has been better defensively. So mostly Seattle too, for me Uh, coming up right after us, uh, we have the NBA strategy show with Aton and Terry. Then we have the PGA strategy show coming up at four Eastern with Jason and Eric followed by, the NBA Deeper Dive, and the Live Before Lock. Before we get out of here, I want to give us a quick thanks uh, to our sponsor, Yahoo. Again, make sure you check out Yahoo Fantasy and the deal we have from them down below. Josh, I'm going to ask you for your goalies and your hat trick picks for tonight. The goalie that I have in my Power Play article is Andre Vasilevsky. The goalie that I'm really going to go on a long shot with is Aiden Hill. And my hat trick pick is David Perron. Who you got?
1: Uh I will back the Vasilevsky there. I also like Cal Peterson, and I'm going to go Jesse pooley
0: I like it. Jesse Poole David Perron, Arya Hatrick picks. All right, thanks, every, thanks a lot, everybody, for sticking around. We have the NBA Strategy Show coming up. So for Tyler, for Josh, uh, this is Michael Clifford saying we'll be back Thursday, but good luck tonight. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses
1: are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First choice is the right choice. Renew and
0: choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more.